This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by Ozpol Twitter, the worst place on earth with anger for the whole family. Come visit and enjoy rides like seeing all the political hacks in the media and political hacks in the public throwing tantrums about how much everyone else sucks. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report on Tuesday the 7th of June. Gabby Bolt, Charles Firth and me, Dom Knight. And Gabby and Charles, this is a day on which history was made. History. Okay. Yeah. It was. What what went on? You might remember that in 2008, Barack Obama said these inspiring words. This was the moment when the rise of the oceans began to slow and our planet began to heal. Yeah, no, that's the the moment that climate change became a, a thing that everyone was paying attention to. That was the moment that we started doing something about it. That was when um, he won the Democratic nomination. Unfortunately, it didn't really turn out the way that he'd hoped. The climate is far more fucked now than it was in 2008. But, Mm. But yesterday, yesterday was the day when truly the seas stopped rising and the planet began to heal because yesterday News Corp committed to fixing climate change. What? So, so wait, wait a minute, you're saying the people who literally promote climate denial on things like Fox News mm. are suddenly, what, dirty environmentalists? Suddenly they've come around to the right cause. I mean, because after decades of promoting all that stuff about climate and lies, they're going to spend two weeks campaigning for net zero in 2050. Two whole <laughs> weeks, guys. Two whole weeks. Sometimes I think I'm living in a simulation. Like, I sometimes think I'm living in a game of Sims and I've gained sentience and nobody else has. Very Truman Show. Like, I don't trust a single thing Sky News says. But, Gabby, company-wide. What are they going to do? Buy fucking keep cups in the office? What are they going to fucking drink through metal straws? What's the plan? Look, when I say uh, company-wide, it doesn't actually include the Australian, okay? But it includes oh. the, the Metro newspapers and Sky News for two weeks. And Sky is going to do a featured documentary. And if there's one thing Sky News is known for, it's well-researched and argued documentaries. <laughs> do you think they're accidentally going to reverse engineer themselves in education? Like, do you think during those two weeks they might actually finally have an epiphany that's like wow actually wow the climate is a bit fucked no no i think everyone will see that sky news is now pro the environment and they immediately go like i know i will go oh shit okay i'm on the wrong side of that and become anti-environmentalist charles no that's so that's so cynical and negative they've got their best guy on this okay Oh, yeah. Who have they got? Tucker Carlson. Joe Hildebrand. Joe Hildebrand. Oh, great. What do you mean? What do you mean Craig's not doing it? (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't get Craig when you can get Hildebrand. I mean, Hildebrand (laughs) has been talking up climate change as a real thing for a very, very long time. I mean, admittedly, in an interview on Corey Bernardi's show not long ago, he, uh, he doesn't seem to like the people involved in actually campaigning against climate change. Douchebags like Extinction Rebellion and... Greta Thunberg, who I'm not quite sure even knows what she's doing, are the worst possible advocates for this cause. Hold on, did he just call a child a douchebag? He did. Um, so he's the one who's going to change Australia's mind and improve things. Aren't you excited? <sighs> I'm it, sick of it. I'm yes. sick of this fucking country. I'm sick of this world. I'm over it. Fuck. Admittedly, some cynics, including friend of the show Cam Wilson, have argued that this whole thing is just to provide cover for ScoMo so that he can make a tiny, meaningless commitment to net zero in 2050, stop the US from criticising us every week, 
and not have to do anything meaningful. I choose to believe it's a new News Corp and we're all saved. Um, on today's show, Xander's going to take a look at uh, the News Corp appearance at the Senate inquiry. Wait, hang on a sec. Surely the timing's coincidental. Oh, no, I'm sure it's just coincidental that there was a Senate hearing hours after they announced this whole climate change reversal. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Be, yeah, no, no, it's nothing to do with that. And speaking of pollution, um, Sammy Shah is going to take a look at all the Craig Kelly text messages that we've all been receiving. I still haven't got mine. It'll come. But let's first of all go to Rebecca Dana Minow in the Chaser Newsroom. Scott Morrison has shown his commitment to listening to women by booking himself as the opening keynote speaker at a women's safety summit. The Prime Minister said he decided to speak after double-checking that the women's safety summit didn't come at the expense of a men's safety summit. The opposition leader in Victoria, um, what's his name, is under pressure this morning after a number of Liberal Party colleagues quit the front bench yesterday, all but ensuring a spill for the top job. Matthew Someone, Tim Watsy's face, James Hooser's Watsit and a guy called Bill resigned, saying that the current opposition leader doesn't have enough name recognition to win against the Andrews government. News Corp has announced it will pretend to care about climate misinformation. The announcement came hours before a Senate hearing on misinformation. The push will be led by Joe Hildebrand, showing just how much News Corp cares about this issue. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm Rebecca De Unamuno, and I'm going to go and find out the Victorian opposition leader's name now. Oh, actually, who cares? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The Chaser Report, sponsored by Ozpol Twitter, with daily hashtags about how Scott Morrison is a liar who cares more about photo ops than actually drafting policies that would solve the problems in this country, and how Anthony Albanese, um, isn't that? It's time once again to catch up with the wonderful Sammy Shah, and I promise this time it's not going to be about Sydney and Melbourne tensions because, you know, they're ongoing but it's still boring. Hey, Sammy, we can't. At this point, it doesn't matter. At this point, every number is infinite and and (laughs) numbers mean nothing. Yes, your premier said that, didn't he? Yes. It's it's more philosophical (sighs) than I thought a uh, premier's uh, press conference would get, you know, kind of getting into what's the difference between real numbers and imaginary numbers, prime versus uh, binomial and things like that. But here we are, you know, we're looking at fractions now just to make ourselves feel better. Um, (laughs) But, Sammy, we've been for so long being like, oh, you're a Labor state, we're a Liberal state, you know, coalition state. Mm -hmm. But there's more to Australian politics than that. There's There's a new force riding in to save us all, isn't there? I mean, look, if I had to choose between Labour state and Liberal state, one nation state and Green state, clearly the answer is the United Australia Party state. I mean, because why can't we all be united? Me... Sorry? 
Why can't we be united? It's a beautiful vision, Sammy. It's a beautiful vision and it's a beautiful name. I mean, it's so optimistic. It's headed by a man who is the face of trustworthiness. I mean, if you look up the word trustworthy in the dictionary, there is a picture of Clive Palmer right next to it being <laughs> hugged by Craig Kelly. You know, the, the, the two of them <laughs> together. Can't think of a trustworthier face. Um, and more importantly, they sent me a text message. Lockdown is lonely. When is the last time Liberal or Labour sent me a text message? Mm. Clive Palmer messaged me. Has he messaged you? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, no, really? I thought it was just me. That's He's so messaged cool. everyone in Australia, Sammy. Except oh. for Gabby, obviously. Yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> They've got a random she, number generator, older. Sammy. So at best you can say that you're random. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... He's sliding into DMs on a random level and not, this isn't a personal preference thing. I'll be honest, I'm a little bit hurt and wounded right now. I thought that this was me and him kind of connecting finally. He would be the guy who'd help me kind of get out of this morass that is my life and, and start something. You know, I went to his website. I even went to his website. It's an, have you been? There's a link that you get in the text message. And, and if you click on it, it opens up a web page. which is a level of. I thought that would somehow put ivermectin into my veins. I, I, was, I wasn't brave oh, enough. You have no idea how fascinating the privacy section of that website is in and of itself. So if you don't go to the website, now how do you recommend you don't? Because I have done it for you. Just like I listened to Matt Canavan on the, um, on the Steve Bannon podcast, I have now done the great journalistic enterprise of visiting of Clive Palmer's United Australia Party website. The first thing you notice is there's a lot of yellow. And like a bright vitamin C overdose piss yellow, right? It's very, very yellow. yellow. Luminous piss yellow. Um, That's great vision. Right? I'm, just being, I'm, I'm painting a picture with my words. Now, the first thing you'll see is a picture of uh, Clive Palmer saying, help us make Australia great, followed by three banners that say freedom, 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 lockdown, destroy jobs, freedom, freedom. We can never trust the Liberal or Labour parties again, freedom, freedom, United Australia Party. So I don't know if you noticed this, but they're pro-freedom and anti-non-freedom. <laughs> mm. Well, they're definitely okay. pro the freedom to just send spam text messages to millions of people, aren't they? That's a freedom that mm-hmm. they exercise very liberally. I mean, I don't know how you identify freedom, but for me, that's what could be freer than that, right? There's No one's freer in the world than spam messages people. So they've got this amazing website. You go across the website. Now, the first thing I did was I checked the policies section because that's pretty interesting to me. Um, What policies do they actually have? Um, Let's go ahead and take a look. I got a bunch of different policies and lockdowns, no domestic vaccine passports, respect the sanctity of the doctor-patient relationship, abolish the national cabinet. It suddenly, you know, jumps up a level. Wow. uh, and then strengthen Australia's defense. Um, so there's a bunch of different things. But the amazing thing about it is, hang on, and they've got this wonderful list of all the things that Clive Farmer has achieved in his time in Parliament. I don't know if you remember, but he was a parliamentarian briefly. This is a long list. I'm going to go through as really quick as I can. Apparently, since, and he's saying, since I was elected the federal member for Fairfax late 2013, I've achieved some remarkable success in Parliament for you. He stopped the GP co-payment, personally. He um, freed over 436 children and families from detention. He resolved over 30,000 cases in detention. He saved low-income super for over 2 million Australians. He kept low-income support. And this is my favorite one. He stopped Campbell Newman. (laughs) Now, he doesn't Uh tell us how he stopped Campbell Newman. He didn't tell us what he stopped Campbell Newman from doing. 
the mind boggles. Maybe Campbell Newman was running down the streets of Queensland with a machete, just chopping people's heads off. And Clive Palmer personally stepped in and tackled him. Then you have this one, which is my favorite. Removed Bronwyn Bishop as speaker. Just got up, picked her up, tossed her out. He was done. <laughs> just unbelievable. Just a, and there's a long list of achievements that keeps going on. Uh, further from that, then you end up in sections where the only person really that they've got right now that they're feeling is, um, you know, Craig Kelly and what a great and amazing man Craig Kelly is. But you've got the privacy policy of the website. And this is where things get really interesting. They spend a lot of time talking about how we protect your personal information and how they do not get any access to any of your personal information. And then they list some of the things that they do get access to when you sign up with the Clive um, Palmer, Palmer United Party. And as soon as I find the, the section, give me one second. Can I just, just on this, that, just while you're looking at that, mm. just on, it sounds like he's been working with Labor, right? Like all those things that Clive achieved as members mm-hmm. of Fairfax were things that Labor also voted. So is he a Labor mole under very, very deep cover, having spent decades working closely to elect the coalition? Well, what's fascinating is if you head over to um, theyvoteforyou.org, which is just a website, a, 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 you know, a, a, human, a website not run by politicians, but keeps a track record of all the things that politicians in the parliament have voted for, um, you see the thing that Clive Palmer actually did vote for versus what he claims he voted for. Um, and the list of has never voted on or voted against is far longer than the list of voted for um, and, and so it's really bizarre to see him taking credit for a lot of things. I think he does take credit for a lot of labor things. Mm. I don't know whether he is pro-labor, but here's what I do know is if I was to fill out the website and sign up to be a member of the Clive Palmer party, the website will then quote, we ask for information such as your email address, name, date of birth, address, phone number, feedback, online inquiry, submit forms, telephone conversations, and emails. It jumps a little bit. It Wait goes from telephone con- conversations. Yes. So not only do they get my, my email address, my name, my date of birth, my address, and <laughs> phone number, they also want access to my telephone conversations <laughs> and emails. Are they listening to this? Wow. Clive, are you listening to us right now? I mean, <laughs> I'd be disappointed if he wasn't, yeah. to be honest. Well, I think we're making some great content here. In, in fairness, that, that is a freedom, isn't it? A freedom to listen in on your on your phone conversations. Yeah, exactly. What about freedom? He loves freedom, as we know. Freedom and large dinosaur plastic figurines on his lawn or whatever the hell they get up to in in his Mm. neck of the woods. Now, just just stepping back, Mm -hmm. my understanding is the whole role that Clive Palmer plays is he spends $90 million on his campaign. He doesn't get any seats or anything like that. But by making himself out to be this sort of larrikin, freedom-loving fuckwit, mm-hmm. he sort of funnels votes from Labor, gives them to the Liberal Party and ensures that Labor can never be elected. Is that, is that the... Is so, that exactly- here's the thing, though. I like that narrative because yeah. that narrative is convenient to our understanding of Australian politics and, and Labour is seen as the underdog. And, you know, but at this point, Labour's mm. losing the federal election because of news 
Corp and their campaign. Labor's losing the federal election because of Clive Palmer. Labor's losing the federal election because of negative gearing. Labor's losing the federal election because maybe at some point Labor's just losing the federal election because Labor's shit at politics and really, really needs to learn how to do politics <laughs> on a one-on-one level. And no, 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 no. Sammy, Sammy, sorry. Mm. sorry. Mm. Uh, look, uh, look, I'm going to just pull the card on you here and just say... Um, I don't think you understand uh, how Labor politics works, right, which is yes. that you're not supposed to, as a leader, um, like do anything at all. In fact, it's, it's actually the only pursuit in the world where you should be as bad as possible when you're in opposition and mm. then you just... And then because what it does is it focuses all the attention on the other side, you just disappear. And as long as you're not very good at your job, you'll then magically be elected because everyone will just only be focused on the other side. So that's because, the and, yeah. and that is how they've tried to win most of their elections in the last 20 years. Of course, and all those elections so that well they've done, on, yeah, yeah. They, they did it with Mark Latham, they did it with... Um, you know, like they just do it all the time, and um, and, and it's never worked. But that is a re- that is there is not a single Labor politician who won't tell you that that's the clever way of, of getting elected. So, yeah, and and so in that case, at some point, maybe we have to accept that maybe Clive Palmer is smarter than Labor politicians. And that's <laughs> just a damning yeah. statement indeed. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think uh, his very yellow web design is actually classier than the Labour Party. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you know what? I haven't been to the Labour website in years. I don't yeah. even know what the Labour website looks like. I haven't been to the Labour Party <laughs> website. They, they haven't they been haven't... to the Labour website in years. It's still a banner photo of Kevin Rudd. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a geocities.com. I give a Gonski. Labor. Yeah, it's a vote Kevin 07 Gonski. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all. I mean, I still have fond memories of Clive when he – uh, posted a DVD to everyone in Australia. Do you remember that? that every letterbox got a yellow DVD from Clive. So uh, now we're getting text. This was, um, I, oh, I want to say when around was about this? 2010 or thereabouts before he got elected. So he posted upwards of 10 million DVDs across Australia? It was a shit video about Clive Palmer, but that's more than Labor's done for me. All the coalition, they've, they've never given me even a bad DVD. They've never given me even a text message to let me know that they care and that they're still alive. I, I, I appreciate his efforts to keep – I mean, he didn't manage to save the DVD industry in Australia, but he spent millions. He certainly gave it a good go. Well, I mean, look, I, I will go on the record as saying in my newfound um, changed you know, lockdown personality in which I now have a love for Queensland, I have a sympathy for the suffering of the anti-vaxxer, I might as well embrace Clive Farmer as well. You know what? It's been too long since Chaser had a far-right conspiracy theorist member of the team who was willing to go out there and fight for invermectin. What what is Joe Rogan having these days? That's it. Inspector Gadget. Yeah, Inspector Gadget. Thank you. Then I will go out and fight for that. Sammy, I formally challenge you to get to know Clive Palmer and become the Victorian leader of the United Australia Party. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I considered it. I was going to do it. I was going to surprise you guys today by saying I've signed up for it, but it requires me to give up my dual citizenship. Oh. And, and, and and yeah, I'm, I'm still a citizen of Pakistan as well as Australia, and it'll really hurt my parents' feelings if I give up the Pakistani citizenship for Clive Palmer. 
And also at this at this point, Pakistan's looking like a probably a more stable option. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report, sponsored by Ozpol Twitter. Come enjoy the fun political debate where you have to have an opinion on everything. Unless you're a woman, then you just get told to fuck off because we're not welcome here. Now, I mentioned at the start of the show that News Corp are going to save the world from climate change. But, Xander, they've been up to some other things uh, in the past 24 hours. What have they been doing? Yes, News Corp has successfully argued in the Senate that ivermectin is an effective cure for COVID. What? Yeah. Fine, effectively. Is it as effective as ivermectin is effective against COVID or actually effectively? Yeah, so essentially Sky News argued that Corey Bernardi tweeting ivermectin will set you three was not a misuse of their platform well it's true if you are a horse and you have worms <laughs> exactly i mean that's the thing right sky news said we post over fifty thousand videos on youtube and i mean if you posted over fifty thousand videos on youtube of course you're gonna have a stuff up somewhere mm. i've know? actually made that very argument in terms of the chase television career but anyway <laughs> yeah like, how can, how can Sky News be responsible if a little conspiracy theory or a bit of racism or a bit of bigotry or climate misinformation slides through? That's 50,000 videos. How can you expect a multi-million dollar company to check everything they upload? It's a fair point. Fair point, Santa. You know, and I mean, Kevin Rudd was getting on there saying that um, Sky News should be doing more. But, you know, he's an ex-politician. What does he know? Uh, I'm so torn about this because on the one hand, I think that what Kevin Rudd's been saying about news is really convincing and that I'm really impressed by it. But on the other other hand, he's still Kevin Rudd. (laughs) I mean, Kevin Rudd, we all know that Kevin Rudd just wants a late night chat show and the fact that Sky News has repeatedly turned down his offers for Kevin Rudd after dark. I have a solution for this. We give Kevin Rudd James Corden's spot. Yes. Yeah, the late late show with Kevin Rudd. We wouldn't know who the fuck he is, and we don't have to listen to James Gordon anymore. Can you imagine carpool karaoke with Kevin Rudd? Hilarious! Oh my god! Oh my god! It wouldn't be called the late late show. It'd be called In Juice Season with Kevin Rudd. <laughs> At this point, just In Juice Season. Programmatic specificities would be one of the segments. <laughs> late night programmatic specificity with Kevin Rudd. And, okay, guys. And they'd have, a, they'd have a dictionary segment where he'd just read out some dictionary words. <laughs> Can you imagine that? So, the Senate. Said it. <laughs> yeah, those little anyway. rat fuckers are going to fuck us. Actually, I would watch We'd, that. Yeah. Um, so, Zeta, just, how did it go? Have we resolved the issue yet? Is Sky News um, going to behave itself? Uh. No, I don't know if our listeners have ever watched a Senate inquiry before, but it's essentially old, overpaid people trying to launch the shittest ever zingers at each other. It's horrific. In the, in the health department. Senator Rennick, have you got a question? Uh, just to be clear, Mr Rudd has made it absolutely clear he's not a doctor, he is not a medical expert, neither are you. So I'm just wondering what evidence you would like out of Mr Rudd. 
Okay, then he shouldn't be calling people who are scientific doctors and experts quacks. Okay, is he prepared to retract the statement? That is my question, yes or no? Um, Senator, the, use the, the term quack is spelled Q-U-A-C-K. It's been used to describe um, medicines and potions uh, put together by um, uh, charlatans to treat a particular condition. My view, backed up by the chief medical officer of this country, is that anyone who seeks to advertise these treatments as being effective against COVID-19 is engaged in quackery, they are quacks, for which I make zero apology. So you're calling these people quacks, just to be clear? He's not here. I, I think my most recent response, Senator, to your question just now was fully clear. I just, uh, th thank yeah, you, yeah, Mr. So, so you've got no respect for uh, science at all. Okay, that's all I need to know. Thank you. And, and I presume a whole lot of um, Liberal Party senators made a point of uh, pointing out all the likes that, on Twitter that uh, Sky News journos made, did they? And, and um... No, no mention of that, not at all. However, they did mention that YouTube should not block any of the videos that Sky News uploads, you know. Right, so YouTube is, so they're allowed to be in own business and exercise their own editor, editorial control. YouTube isn't, is that the idea? No, 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 no. YouTube is a public town square because we all know that YouTube is a public resource and that it is not owned by a privately owned company. YouTube is, of course, owned by the Australian government and therefore shouldn't be able to exercise any control whatsoever. So if Sky News wants to upload Nazi videos, that's, that's their prerogative. That's what they can do. Sandra, I'm so sorry we made you watch the Senate inquiry. It's not fair. No intern should have to endure this. I'm actually really grateful because before today, I didn't know how to spell the word quack, Q-U-A-C-K. And now, any time that word comes up, if it's a social setting or maybe even a spelling bee, which I felt like I was watching today, I can nail it. Hey, you watched a pilot episode of Late Late Show with Kevin Rudd. <laughs> so, in, all, in all seriousness, Sandra, at this point, would you rather spend an hour watching Sky News or Kevin Rudd. <laughs> Sky News, <laughs> for sure. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of The Chaser Report has been brought to you by Ozpol Twitter. From hashtag Scotty from hair plugs to hashtag dictator Dan, this wonderland can provide you with a real slice of what it feels like to be stuck in hell for all eternity. Before we go, I just want to share with you a 
podcast. This is a podcast called Not So Random Facts, right? And oh. I was trying to wean my 13-year-old off listening to sort of really boring books about facts and everything like that. So I was sort of trying to tempt him into the world of podcasts, you know, mm. ideally with the idea that you know, he'd listen to some professional podcasts and eventually he might end up listening to the Chase Report. Respecting Dad. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Right. Part of that long campaign. And and so and he likes facts, you know, as a 13-year-old boy would. You know, the first few episodes actually sounded quite interesting. Like, uh, starts with this. Human beings, you and I and everyone you know, actually glow. Right. So, <laughs> you know, like sort of odd... Subject matter, but it's it's quite interesting, right? Like that, like I would you oh, listen? I guess, I'd listen yeah. to that. Yeah. Uh, well, now I want to know why we glow. It doesn't sound true yeah. to me, but anyway. <laughs> so I leave him to listen to that. This is to try and go to sleep, and everything. And then I come back about ten minutes later. <laughs> he, he's yelling, "Dad, Dad, come and listen!" And he points out that like most of the rest of the ones, like they've used the same music. But they're horrendous subject matters. So, so this, is the, this is the next one. The Spanish flu of 1918 killed more people than World War I. So you've got this nice upbeat music and it's all about the Spanish flu killing 18 million people. <laughs> and, then, and then it just keeps going. So we've got another one. They just never change the music, no matter what the topic matter. Theodore Roosevelt was once shot in the chest during a campaign event. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> and I you, there are hundreds, there are hundreds oh like God. this. Listen to this. Dogs can detect cancer from smell alone. So, so it, it's fair to say my son is now addicted to podcasts, but only because they're unintentionally funny. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're going to be murdered to this song? There are 47 bodies in Charles's backyard. I just think we need some new theme music. COVID is out of control in New South Wales. It's never going to get under control. Oh, man. Oh, God. Our gear is from Rode Microphones. Yeah, and that was worth a five star review. That Just that one segment in a podcast, please go in there and leave one. And we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Death is inevitable. Bye.